Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Grace! Hi, Z! Hi, Z! Hi, Z! Well, what a long time between drinks and it's all my fault. I've forgotten what you look like. Oh, I'm glad that I can look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you can go to New York, we can punch out two podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I go to the Gold Coast. <laughs> Nothing. And it wasn't for lack of trying. Oh. Our Bay, she moved time, she said this and that and text and up and back. I did. And I'm, oh, yeah, sure, sure definitely six o'clock. <laughs> and then I was go-karting at 5.30 yeah. and I've gone, not going to happen. So I'm so sorry. I just I was lost in a boys' weekend. That's quite all right. Because I said to you, we can pretend we're a real radio show because all of the radio shows, of course, are off for this week. So then we pretend we're a real radio show and say, oh, this is locked into our contract. Mm. Naturally, we don't get paid paid for the holiday or any of the podcasts that have gone before. But, but I love, you know, I copied a couple of messages on Twitter. Mate, like you deserve a week off. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, please, please. We're all allocated holidays. Yes, and every, sure. My great belief is mm-hmm. you take every last day. Yeah. I'm not a great stacker of holidays. I've no. never been that sort of, no, oh, no, well, no. it's a nice cushion for when you lose your job. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let us begin. And I know we have a, uh, quite a few Gold Coast listeners and we love you. God love you. But I'm sorry for everything I did to your town. You have a passion for the Gold Coast that is... Weird? Is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'll like, just... I lo- I, the Gold Coast is nice. The, you know, the sun, the yeah. surf, the sand, like the whole vibe. And you you love your pokies and, your, you know, that kind mm. of town. But you have a passion for it that yeah. borders on, like, obsession for the Goldie. You well, love it. Well, if I could, I would live there tomorrow and I would love to retire there. Really? Love, 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 love. The Gold Coast seems to be one of the few places on earth with no subculture. Pretty much. <laughs> like, like it's everything yeah. is as you see it. Yeah, correct, yeah. And you know I am queen of the subculture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's like unless there's a secret door I haven't seen. Yeah. It is pretty much what you think it is. Everything's on display. That's a great point. Maybe it's why I like it. I don't know. I mean, in seriousness, I like that it's a bit old school. Mm-hmm. I like unlike Sydney, Melbourne, or even Brisbane now. That go out of their way to funkify, modernify, you know. On the Gold Coast, the coffee club still does well. Correct! (laughs) I like the tradition of it. I like that. I like that. I like like sort of the, uh, you know, and also because I didn't do schoolies, right? Mm -hmm. So I worked through it. We were too poor for schoolies. (laughs) 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 So so I didn't do schoolies. So it wasn't until a couple of years into uni that my mates and I went, yeah, bugger, let's go to the Goldie. Mm-hmm. And then because I'm just a creature of habit, I got yeah. used to this is the movies, that's the this, this is the mm-hmm. thing. And then I slowly but surely have been a man who's on his way to 40 who still goes to time zone. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of do exactly everything that I've done every time for the past 10 years. So what is your hit list? Oh, well, obviously, at some point you'll hit the strippers. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I don't want anyone... Could you imagine some of those? Oh, Could you God. imagine the blog entry? Admission. <laughs> Podcast for hip strippers. No. Uh, okay, so you do strippers, we'll do pokies. What are the, is it a high quality of stripper on the Gold Coast? Best you can get. Best you can get? Well, in Australia. Ha, I mean, like Even Vegas in a Sydney? The, yeah, Vegas is the best in the world. Vegas is best in the world. Gold Coast and Brisbane, I'd have to say, best in Australia. Uh, Melbourne, yeah, it's okay. Melbourne's better than Sydney. Sydney doesn't have rubbish strippers. It's just the sh- the, the, the the venues are a bit 
dodgy oh, and yeah, dingy. Yeah, right. Okay. And, you know. Okay. So what are we talking in a Gold Coast strip joint? Because remember when we were in Texas and we went to that strip joint yes. to do a show, walked in and they were serving lunch out of Bay Marie's <laughs> and I thought, oh, the last thing I want to do is eat something out of a Bay Marie in a strip Can, joint. remember the girl too. This was the job. You thought about this job because yes. you could wear basically short shorts and a see-through bra mm. because you was kind of caught between old school conservative Texas that doesn't want Teddy out there. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and oil money that desperately wants to Teddy out Exactly. There. <laughs> but it was very and no touching. But even in that environment, it still felt like there was a strip joint in a business park. You yeah, know, it was yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. middle of nowhere. But what's the venue? Well, C- Cavill Avenue is the main one. And there was a place called Players mm-hmm. that was a place. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was a place that literally had, you know, those sort of turning cake display Oh, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a stage and there was one of those on the stage. So occasionally some ladies would be doing the dances, the dancing on one of these cake turning so things. So old school. Yeah, very old school. Uh, and then, but they lost, I think, their nude license. <laughs> Imagine going into the council to apply for that. Correct. Yeah, the nude license. That's all about Hollywood showgirls. Which is basically kind of, you know, the Toys R Us of strippers. Okay, you right. Know, imagine sort of big and lots of everything. And their theory is, and it was explained to me by one of the small business people who works there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she's has an yeah. AP in her holder. I think she's probably, she's probably a sole trader. Yeah. Yeah. She has a lot in cash, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that she was saying, oh, this is like the classy venue. But it's not the classy venue. It's like fake gold columns. Mm. There is a stripper pole that goes two stories up. What? That's kind of cool. Um, Are there strippers that go all the way at the top and do... Oh, see? see? There's an artistic element. Okay. You would go to that. Yeah. VIP section upstairs where you could get a private show while watching the, the big public scene. Oh. Um, can't they then see you? No, because you're too high up. It's the bizarre thing about the strip club is that it's a little bit like, you know, when Homer puts on the fake moustache and then suddenly he can't be seen. <laughs> I always think, though, that the strip joint is one of those places, yeah, where people feel like even if they are recognised, there is a... There's a mutual sort of Mason-style private handshake. Oh, oh, you have a secret handshake. That's why they give you the stamp. <laughs> yeah. That's why you get the stamp, so you can become part of the club. But there was, there was the thing I like about um, when these shows are done well is when they put on a massive show. And by that, I don't just mean nude, hello, time for a medical inspection. Mm-hmm. It's just they put on a massive show. Right. You know, like somebody who literally... Please tell me they do Pirates of Penzance. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, we sit here one Sunday night, uh, a Sunday night deep in the heart of winter. Yeah, it's really cold today, Mm. right? And the embers of rumour have now become flames of fact. Ian Thorpe's gay. Now, look, I, like everyone else, uh, am going to use the words that everyone has said all day, which is, I don't care, rah, rah, rah. Um, but the truth is we do care mm-hmm. because for 10 years he said, no, 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 no. And he's turned around and he's done it. Yay, good on him. Cool. Mm-hmm. But what I can't cop is the number of people who either have to write on Facebook or mm-hmm. Twitter, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because it's proof you do care. Because this is how you show you don't care. Talk totally. about something else. Yeah, totally. Change the channel. Yeah, totally. Change a blog. Yeah, I read this today and the fact that the question's being asked, it's nobody's business, you know? Like, there's no need to talk about it. It shouldn't be a problem. But then I thought to myself, the impetus then is to go, oh, I'll 
tweet something and I thought, I don't know Thorpey personally. Yeah. If something like that had happened with you and I knew you personally, yeah, then I would feel like, and I thought, well, who am I Plus, to jump if I come out of it, I hope I get more than a tweet. <laughs> I hope we can spend a couple of minutes on the podcast about it. I hope it's not just, anyway, at PM on air, all the best. So, hashtag so brave. Can I get a call, baby? Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. I got a quick something here. A girlfriend of mine. Um, <laughs> go she here we go. <laughs> she well, this was a Facebook post that I saw of hers. <laughs> so, like dating worthy photo? No, not a dating worthy. Photo. Oh, she's fat. Okay. No. <laughs> You're dancing here, like don't like just like Her- don't don't ask me about don't ask me what she looks like because <laughs> no, she's not. a pig. <laughs> Her profile pic is her husband and two children. Oh. <laughs> so hang on. She's so pretty she doesn't even appear in the photo. <laughs> anyway, she posted something hilarious about her kids. And you know you and I go on a bit about yeah. people that post about their kids every five seconds. But this was one of those rare moments where I was like, I'm really glad you posted that. It was a little story about her daughter who came downstairs. She had the in-laws over and she started the recorder, right? As we all do when we're young, everybody has to do the recorder at school. Totally. Exactly. So she's decided to whip out a little recital. Grandma's here. The whole family's here. Let's get a little recital going on. So she comes down the stairs and she says, Mommy, Mommy, I can play the recorder and say a swear word at the same time. (laughs) And and Joe was like, oh, that's great. That's excellent. So she (laughs) starts to play the recorder. She's like, and Joe goes, oh, that's excellent, sweetheart. What was the swear word? Poo, poo, poo. And she goes, no, hell. My my little niece, mm-hmm. one of my little nieces, um, she doesn't swear normally. I don't know how this comes about, mm. but she goes to the beach. She's like three. She goes to the beach and she sits down and then she gets up and there's sand on her little chair. She dusts it away. She dusts it away. She sits back down. She gets up. She looks at the sand and goes, oh, f- <laughs> And then starts brushing it and says, for f- sake. <laughs> How awesome is that? If you've got like good kids swearing stories. Oh, please. To Head to ballandrage.com.au because I love a good uh, kiddie swearing story, except for the time when I was little and I didn't know what the word me- meant and I called my mum a <laughs> <laughs> Get the guys up on the Ball and Rage Facebook page. Guess what, Rach? Wow. Essential baby. you has got something for us. You love baby news. I don't know why. We need to do an intro for that. Baby news. Apparently, these are the 100 most searched for girls' names. Okay. 2014. Are you cool with people calling their kids any of the following? Imogen, Charlotte, Isla, Cora. Cora. That's the Game of Thrones thing? No, that's Miranda Kerr's beauty range. So people have just turned around and gone, I'm going to name my kid after a beauty range. What a surprise. Jeez, yes, I'll tell okay. You what, if we have a kid, Old Spice. <laughs> Brute 33 Murray. Brute 33 Murray. <laughs> uh, Penelope, Violet. Penelope, Amelia. didn't we? Weren't we talking about that's what people call their private parts? Correct. Penelope. My Penelope's. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Guinevere, 23rd most searched for name. That It's either Gwyneth or Genevieve. It's not Guinevere. Guinevere, there you go. G N E V I E V E. Guinevere. The, oh, it's like the G and an N are Welsh thing. 
Have I, am I just constantly mispronouncing this? Well, I don't well, How would you pronounce? Okay, number 23. That's Guinevere. No, that's Genevieve. Okay. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you then. This segment's over. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing over there? I'm just looking at a note that I had down to tell you a story about a friend of mine Ooh. and uh, a sexual experience that he had that was a bit odd. He. He. Uh, is this like picture magazine story? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, actually, it was a little. He basically... Uh, Me memory. <laughs> this old friend of mine is one of those delightful guys, similar to you, who just doesn't think a girl is attracted to him. And he's, a, he's one of those great friends to yeah. people, you yeah. know? And more often than not, he will find out later, oh, you know, when he's talking to somebody oh, about you somebody. Oh, me. Exactly. And he'll find out that three years ago they had the biggest crush ever on him and he had absolutely no idea and did nothing about it and now they're married with kids. Poor bastard. So he catches up with this girl and she's just recently broken up with her boyfriend. So he goes out and has a drink with her and he's thinking, and, you know, she's talking all about the boyfriend. And so he's like, here I am, shoulder to crying again, no dramas, mm. right? This is the role I play. So it get they've had a couple of wines, I have a couple of more wines, and it gets to the point where she says, "I really liked you when you were and I worked together." The first time <laughs> ever, ever I saw your <laughs> So he thinks, "Okay, all right. I still don't know whether that's given me the green light, but clearly we're getting a little bit more flirtatious." So forgive me, she's single or she's she's still- now single, just recently broken up with the yeah, ex, yes, right? I'm so. She's a little broken. <laughs> She's a little broken, okay. which is always a good time to get us. <laughs> look, look, if the standards three... are low. Yeah. Really, you come out of a relationship, everybody knows you don't have a snuggle buddy anymore, and you're really just looking to fill that hole as quickly as you can. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good time. In your heart. In your heart. <laughs> so they've, you know, gone, gotten another bottle of wine, and they've, she's leaned in, and they've, oh. and they've had a bit of a come on, son. Come this on, is good. Happening, right? So then they're walking down the road to the next bar, and she gets a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. We can't do this. We can't do this. <laughs> oh no! Quite the opposite. She pu- pushes him onto like a the front stoop of a house, <laughs> and <laughs> pulls just does the stripper pull down of the tits out the top. Really? Yeah. So we haven't seen each other for a while. I liked you back a few years ago. I'm now single. Radio, I like you enough. Boing. Yeah, titties come out. He grabs his jacket and says, we're in the middle of the street. This is out of control. Puts the jacket around her to sort of cut, like cover well, her up. first mistake. <laughs> so she leaves the bazooms out with the jacket over. Then... Smacks him. Smacks him in the face. With the boobs out. No, with the boobs out, smacks him in the face and then says, do you love me? (laughs) (laughs) How much crazy is that? And then he says, look, I I need to be clear here because I'm not an asshole. If this is what you were hoping for, if you want me to love you and that's what you need... I can't do that and, you know, we're obviously wandering on the way back to your house or or my place. You know, I I just can't be that person. So let's just call it a night now and second slap across the face. Then they're walking and they walk past a church and and she asks him to f*** her in the back of the church. (laughs) 
So she's done the emotional sort of th- casting of the net, mm-hmm. and then she's done the you look what you can have. Yes, yes. If you work hard enough for it, he's yes. gone not interested. And then she's basically just completely served it. Yeah, up. exactly. And and of course, I went back home. And yeah, <laughs> get on your boy. Because look, there wouldn't. There is a part mm. of you know the single man. There is the part of the single man that is perpetually doing the sum in one's head mm-hmm. of. You know, like that, that, that black line during swimming, like the, the world record. It's like, okay, how close am I to that line? Am I in front of the line? Am I behind it? Jeez, I'm a lap behind here. One good joke. Ooh, look, I'm, in, I'm making some record time here. So there would have always been part of him going, even when he copped a slap, he's still gone, but her boobs are out. Yeah. I'm still in front of the line here, I Yeah. Well, the thing that was weird about it to me, apart from pretty much everything. <laughs> the thing that was weird about it to you, okay. When they woke up in the morning, she didn't say a word about anything. And he said it was almost as though she just had not registered that any of it had happened so, at so all. So drunk that this, this, this is a black hole. Yeah, it's that it's just... a total black hole that she's pulled her tits out, slapped him <laughs> twice and asked him if... And, oh, the other thing is that when they actually got the deed done, she, he said that she said, asked him three times during sex whether he loved her. Sure. <laughs> yep. Fine. You're listening to Paul and Rach. I got a really embarrassing story to tell you. Do tell. <laughs> I'm gonna have to actually beep a fair bit of this. But <laughs> is it about plus one? No, it's not about plus one. How is plus one going? Oh, let's just have a moment to say that a Newcastle radio station rang me as a Tinder expert for an interview because I'd written a t- a, an article about meeting plus yeah, one on Tinder yeah, yeah, yeah. for Mamma Mia and so they were having like a Tinder day so I get a call from them going can you talk about being someone who found love on Tinder and I'm like F- I'm a Tinder expert yeah, this now. Is <laughs> Welcome this to- is problematic so he's good and we got five and a half weeks till he comes home oh hello we are on the final Look countdown that would explain why there's so much Nad's hair removal around here <laughs> I actually went to get laser today, and I swear to God, the lady. Does that hurt? Oh, it's a burning no, thing. Normally, it? it doesn't hurt, but the lady today, from what I could feel, had accidentally picked up an epa lady <laughs> instead of a laser thing. I am in a massive. It, it feels oh, like there are little blotches. It feels like little needles are going in, okay. but hopefully, by the time he comes home right. in five and a half Pull weeks, your pants I'll be up. Like, okay. I'll talk There we go. Um, so uh, my toilet got clogged this week. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Hang on, let's clarify this for the listeners. Your share toilet <laughs> where the seat's broken and you yeah. can go slippery you, you can go slip and slide on your toot. Yeah. And it got blocked. Yeah, it got blocked. Through so, or water? Well, or I don't know. Crazy? We've what got happened? we're in an old building here and my poor roommate in her ensuite, she has to flush the toilet every time she has a shower so that the the water goes down the drain. We've just got drainage. Issues. So that we get up, the toilet's clogged. Now we got one toilet, and it's a you know it was a weekend. It was a Sunday. So I think, well, what the hell are we supposed to do? So mm. I ring around some plumbers, and nobody will do it because they're not the contractor to the real estate. Agent. Of course, oh, you can't course you can't so. ring a real estate agent on a Sunday because why the would they work on a Sunday? Correct. So when you have a drama on a Sunday, you may as well just suck it up. So I'm thinking, well, what the hell am I going to do now? <laughs> Did you pick a corner? Uh, let me is just say... Is it, hang on, there's two <laughs> pot plants in this room. And the one next to your bed looks a little weepy. <laughs> they are adequately fertilised, however. <laughs> the pH. <laughs> the pH. Ooh. 
So I would like to say that I, I bought a plunger and I and I unplugged the toilet. Isn't that fun? And I'm really proud. Well, that's good. I'm it's really fun. proud. So the embarrassing part of the story and this I Oh, just... I think we're fine. <laughs> no, you wait. Oh god. <laughs> you wait. So I get up and when I get up, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm to, like, you, I've got to go, yeah. right? I'm like, come on, come One on. of the reasons you've left the room on a Sunday morning, <laughs> you've got to get moving. I've got to get moving, right? And I was play- I was racing to get ready to go to the gym. I go to the gym quite early, but I just wasn't going to make it to the gym. So, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could unbeep this, but I do want to work again. So, this is just going to be for you. Right. I got a and took a What a rock star life. <laughs> really? Living the dream. I had to... <laughs> this has still been beeped, right? Yeah. Okay. Then... <laughs> and... <laughs> and then I had to... Like an average dog. Like you've been picking up after a puppy. This puppy was called Rachel. Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Oh, Rach, you know I love a crazy story. Oh, yes. What do we got? Uh, News.com.au. An elderly widower who married a prostitute almost half his age has failed to prove his capacity to manage his own affairs. Now, in the end, uh, the suggestion is that one of the prostitutes may well have misappropriated up to $150,000 from this bloke. But here's my question, Rachel. Mm. You and I have been married for quite a while. Yes, yes. Uh, You are into your 70s -hmm. and sadly... Due to my poor health, I pass away. Are you the type of person who would go into uh, years of sort of internal mourning no. and spiritualness? You know you... me, I'm good at putting my socks on and getting on with business. Correct. You'd but... be running around the nursing home just going, <sighs> G'day guys, <laughs> check this out. Um, I think it would be really hard to deal with the loss of someone and I reckon it would absolutely take a couple of years at the very mm. least to even think about thinking to move on. And also, if I'm dead, right, I've carked it. Hey, hey, I, hey. hey. I'll be there every day to cry at your grave. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Bring me a bunch of kale, not flowers. Just sure. put some kale on my grave. I would have to say that if you and I were married and I passed away, I mean, I'd haunt you if you didn't at least give me a, a year. Correct. You know, I want to feel like you, like I take a while to get over. Yeah, correct. I wanna, that's it. You know, I want to feel like you are missing me because I was the top of the tree. Correct. I was as good as it gets. Yeah, everything else is second fiddle here. Second fiddle. You can't do better than me. And if after two years of mourning you decide, you know what, I'm going to settle for second best, then that is good for you. But give me the respect, courtesy and the courtesy. respect mm. To, to just mourn for two years. Okay, so hookers for 12 months <laughs> because that's just a business transaction. Okay, that's just that's a business like transaction. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I can find love a year after. See, I think you've got to, it's just masturbation for six months. Oh. Then you can do... You, I you don't can, think mourning fires you up that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is so much. Nothing like a good cry, <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Oh, just a little uh, chlorophyll update. Oh, oh right. 
<laughs> this is the wonderful journey of the girl, uh, the girl who's got uh, the allergy kit. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, some, we've talked about this before, but I was looking for the blog the other day. Yeah. A couple of, you know, different sites here and there. So everyone knows that they want to find your blog. Theallergykid.com. Dot com. No yes. dot au. No not dot au. Org, nothing like no. that. That's how you can get in touch. That's it. Rach wrote about, uh, about chlorophyll. I did. She and thought she was going to get a six pack. I th- Yeah. The, the, so the company said, let me send you some free products. Mm. Six pack turned up, went down to the post office, picked up the the box, and opened it up, and it was their sort of sister product that doesn't sell so well that was not even in the realms of the chlorophyll. It was the Hot Wheels. It was the Hot Wheels to the Matchbox. Of chlorophyll <laughs> exactly, it was the Hot Wheels. So then, the last podcast, I updated you and said that I'd gotten a second note from the post office and so I clearly thought that the company had heard my complaint on the podcast and had sent me a replacement six bottles but what it actually ended up being was that I had gone down to pick up the six bottles of the inferior product on the same day that they sent me a reminder because I hadn't been down to get them. And so it was just a reminder for the six bottles of inferior product. So I went back to the post office and they said, no, 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 that's a thing you already picked up. (laughs) You know next week they're going to ask for it back. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Hey, it was World Chocolate Day the other day. I thought I could taste it. (laughs) I just want to know. How did you observe World Chocolate Day? Um, I was abstinent. That... <laughs> <laughs> you were going through chocolate lint. I, uh, who the f*** is eating Cadbury snack? Oh, correct. Who in God's name is eating a chocolate that has a pineapple option? No, correct. However, that's, that's it this week. I got back into, every time I go on holidays, I get drawn back into the block of Cadbury dairy milk with peppermint in it. Oh, <laughs> And you just sort of it starts but wait, off as peppermint pe- juicy stuff. Yeah. Like, is it? Whatever, oh, the pepper, the, the oh it's of, not the peppermint crisps. It's like no, peppermint. It's whatever all of that that stuff is inside the goo, the peppermint goo. Oh, no, no, and no. And it starts off as a couple of pieces that becomes a couple of lines that becomes half a bar that becomes. Well, let's get rid of the evidence. Oh. <laughs> I've said this a number of times. Peppermint and chocolate is like toothpaste and chocolate. Toothpaste is what you use to get the chocolate and the sugar out of your mouth later. It is not to be combined in one. Ditto chocolate and orange. Okay, all I will say is I respect your right to be wrong. (laughs) 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 Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Did you hear about the potato salad that got $40,000 on Kickstarter? (laughs) What is it going to do? Make a short film about its upbringing? No. Oh, this bloke now forty thousand bucks for a what piece of potato? Yeah. So this bloke's de- decided, as a bit of a joke, to set up a Kickstarter f- to make a potato salad. Mm-hmm. So he's decided, oh, I'm going to you know put up a thing and see if I can get money. And he's expecting no money, right? He's expecting nothing for. Th- and then of course people jump on the bandwagon and start donating, and he ends up with forty thousand dollars. So a piss take joke is. Now, yeah, 40. I've got mates of mine who have tried to start film projects on there, to try and fund albums, do all sorts of things, and 
my Facebook news feed was full of irate kids in drain pipe jeans, just supremely unimpressed that they had put up all of this time putting together Kickstarter projects for their things. And then a potato salad gets $40,000. Well, as sad as that all is, mm. and as worthy as your band or your film or whatever project is, mm. we're, you know, like it's something different. Exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, there's only so many times that you can see a Kickstarter page for another band that you don't really give a shit about. And then all of a sudden... We just need 120000 <laughs> to record two songs, man. And then somebody comes along and says, I just need 10 bucks to make a potato salad. And you go, you know what I'll give you? I won't give you 10 bucks. I'll give you $40,000. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. Hey, Rachie. Yes. Uh, coming up on birthday time for me. Yeah. Oh, hi. Thanks, everyone. Hi. Um, do you go through the birthday crises? Is the birthday the turning point of which you go, what's happening with my life? How do you take them these days? I'm really bad with birthdays in that I care so little about them that there have actually been birthdays in my past where people have rung me and I haven't realised until they've rung me to say happy birthday that it's my birthday. Wow. <laughs> That's, that's impressive. I genuinely have no dramas getting older. Absolutely yeah, yeah. love getting older. In fact, all through my 20s, all I wanted to do was be 30. And in now I'm in my 30s. I kind of am stinging for 40. I've, I've always really enjoyed the process well, of aging. when you're in your 70s and you know that you'll be dead in 10 years. <laughs> I mean, when we're doing time? This, yeah, when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, Rachel, I'll tell you about this mad router next door to us. And we still can't get a sponsor. (laughs) Um, And so I don't even, they literally pass me by. But the thing that I have trouble with is that sense of pressure that you're supposed to do something to celebrate. Now, I didn't have a 30th birthday because I really have no interest in celebrating them. And then... Funny you say that. I was at your 30th birthday. What do you mean? I was at the surprise party. Oh, God. Remember, I mean, we, no, I that we did wasn't 30. Of, that was, I thought that was your 30. No, that wasn't 30. This was the surprise birthday party, which my delightful roommate organised for me, not knowing that I hate surprise parties. And the criteria for who came was who's in your Facebook feed. Exactly. The people <laughs> that said happy birthday to me on my Facebook feed were the ones that he wrote oh. to and invited. And everybody knows there are people on there that you haven't seen in 10 years and they got an invite. That's Said though, I know it's cool to poo poo it, but th- is there anything better than that flood of happy birthday? Good on you, oh, all the best. That's a nice, that's a nice thing. It's a nice gesture. And the thing that I'm going to say is if it wasn't for Facebook, I'd have no f- idea when people's birthdays are. Correct. No idea. Yes. I don't have things in a diary. I don't have a dates committed to memory, just like I don't have anybody's phone number committed to memory. I am completely reliant on technology. The thing that has changed between my 20s birthdays and my 30s birthdays. Mm-hmm. is that I do have a little bit of a stock take. I do have a little bit of a, so, okay, are we happy with ourselves? Have we read enough books this year? What oh. So uh, I, this is what's I, it's either a good thing or who knows. But I'm starting to get into the, in 12 months' time, if you haven't, duh, 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 duh. Ah, so you're using it as a bit of a New Year's resolution thing. Because, because it's a date that you're more aware of, I think, than New Year's. Yes. So what's on the checklist? Two things I want to do this year. Mm-hmm. One is I want to lose some weight. We're in that process. Two, I want to own a tailored suit. 
Okay. Pretty, you know, I'm not, I don't need to learn French. No. <laughs> like, I don't need to learn French, but, you Reach know. for the stars. Well, well, <laughs> At on. least these things are attainable. Well, correct. Like, these, this is the important thing. I think sometimes, especially in the New Year's resolution, people sometimes set themselves resolutions, and if they know that they're not the type of person that crosses things off the to-do list, a year later, they're just angry at themselves. Correct. You can get a tailored suit. Correct. We can go down and get one tomorrow. That is attainable. Ooh. And you can lose some weight. You're already in the process. You imagine you're... Well, I was until... <laughs> oh, until the Gold Coast? Oh, my God. Oh. I reckon I put on four to maybe four and a bit. Because it in was nothing. Week. Nothing. Yeah, but you know what it was? Cheese Cigars and bacon for balls. breakfast. It was cheese and bacon balls. I knocked off an entire box, sleeve, whatever. The of snack. Kingston's. Of what? Kingston's. Oh, Kingston's. I just went, com, 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 Tim Tams? Uh, one and a half of a double, thanks very much. Oh. Loved it. Chock wedge for breakfast. <sighs> That's fine, isn't it? As the great philosopher Paula Abdul once said, <laughs> one step forward, two steps back. Get together, cuz opposites attracting you, know. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, it's been a while since I've been a single girl, mm. but I have observed what is perhaps one of the best manoeuvres I've seen in a little while of a girl, not just to show that she's interested, but also to put herself out there with no consequences whatsoever. Okay, let's talk about it. A couple of weeks ago, Saturday night, and uh, there was a little frisson between uh, a couple of mates. A little flirtation. Yeah, single lady, single bloke. Okay, love that. Single lady, and you know, it comes to the end of the night, fine, everyone's sort of packing up, fine, fair enough, and she can't find her phone. So she goes up to the bloke who is sort of the... uh, Target. Point, point man here, mm-hmm. the target, and mm-hmm. says, have you seen my phone? He goes, no, I haven't at all. Look, can, can you just call it and I'll be able to find my phone maybe? Okay. What a brilliant move. <laughs> so she's given the guy the number without having to do the awkward, here's my number, decide to call. So what's happened? She finds her phone. She sends a thank you text message. They're texting back and forth. Who knows what happens in the future? Good manoeuvre. Isn't it a great move? Great trick, but you've got to be careful that you do that when nobody else that you know is around because if there's anybody else within earshot, then they go, I can call it. Or it looks odd if you if you ask somebody to call your phone who doesn't already have their number in your phone. Yes. But still a ballsy move. I'd just do the Facebook hit up. See, but that's not bad either. Mm. That's not bad either. Remember the days when if you didn't have an email address or a phone number, I mean, you had no way of contacting these people. And now you can meet somebody and provided you've got their name or whatever, next thing you know, you do a little searching and you can just, just hit them up on Facebook. But see, a lot of people think, you know, you've got to go back to the end of World War Two or something for those times when you could literally have hit and run, no consequences whatsoever. Mm. I do want to remind people of the 1990s song by the great band Heart, which is all I want to do is make love to you. <laughs> but don't forget, she picked up a guy who just was walking one day yes. around the same way. Mm-hmm. And they got together mm-hmm. and then it was only a couple of years later at the post office. Yes. He's gone, bang, hang on. He's seen a kid with his own eyes. There you go. Exactly. I don't know how we got there, but I love that song. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. 
It is that time of the podcast where sadly we bring down the shutters for another week. Again, my apologies for being a slack ass and taking too long to get back in the room with you, darling. But I'm glad you're here and I love oh, you. Oh, me too. On the inside and out. Oh, so romantic speaking and a little of, bit sick. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of, let's end the podcast with Rachel reading a story from Pikachu Magazine. What would you like the safe word to be? Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Okay. Goldie. In, in Goldie. Goldie. All right. In honour of your trip, uh, today's story is called Twisted Sister. Ooh, what was she wearing? <laughs> My wife Claire's younger sis was a <laughs> Goldie, Goldie, who'd just been dumped by her dickhead boyfriend. We told Leah to come over one night to cheer up and have some drinks. Eventually, Claire drunkenly crawled upstairs to bed, leaving Leah and I to enjoy a few more wines on the sofa. It was the perfect chance to see how randy Leah was. I asked if she'd ever pose nude for people. What? How is that the thing that you talk How about? How does that come up in chat? Uh, well, my body's better than Claire's and I bet I'd go harder than what she does oh. given the chance. Oh. oh, come on, your sister's upstairs. That said, I felt obliged to have a crack. Well, <laughs> you don't want to be impolite, right? That's true. Leah, pulled her, well, Leah put her drink down, stripped and giggled, are my goldies better than Claire's? I dumbly nodded, then watched amazed as Leah goldied between my goldies and goldied my goldie before goldying the goldie. I fondled Leah's goldies as her goldie goldied up and down my goldie. After a while, she hopped on top and I goldied as her goldie goldied my goldie. Leah whispered, I've wanted to goldie you for ages, stud. Sadly, that was enough to make me goldie my goldies and I was totally gutted. Is this a bit where she slaps him and says, do you love me? (laughs) That's a way better end. See you next week. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Wake up in the morning. In the kind of lonely here. I gotta go to school. That's Degrassi Junior High.